Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Tuesday, November 14th, 2023. Today's poem is by Billy Collins, and it's called Dear Reader. Yesterday, we featured a poem by Robert Louis Stevenson to any reader. And as I was assembling uh, the poems for this week, I thought it would be interesting and enjoyable to uh, hear a variety of poems addressed to the reader. This is a time-honored tradition going back many centuries. Uh, one of my favorite addresses to the reader is Ben Jonson's very simple, pray thee, take care, that takest my book in hand, to read it well, that is, to understand. And while some uh, readerly addresses are as simple and straightforward as that, uh, a kind of prayer that the reader would uh, read with charity. Others are more involved and tend even to reveal the poet's thoughts about the value of poetry or the purpose uh, in reading poetry at all. And different poets uh, tend to come to different conclusions on that point or those points. Uh, so let's we'll see if we can discern uh, what Billy Collins <laughs> Thanks. Dear reader, Baudelaire sees you as his brother, and Fielding calls out to you every few paragraphs to make sure you have not closed the book. And now I am summoning you up again, attentive ghost, dark, silent figure, standing in the doorway of these words. Dryden makes you feel enclosed in the candle glow of a paneled library. Leather-bound Ovid and Horace are on their shelves. With Tennyson you are in a moated garden, and with Yeats you lean against a broken pear tree on a day haunted by clouds. But now you are here with me, with no particular place to rendezvous beyond the open pasture of this page, no zeitgeist marching in the background, no ethos thrown over our shoulders like a cape. This is the way we like it, I think, our contact momentary, accidental as a book by a window blown open by the wind, unnoticed by the monocled eye of history. We are together in a scene so ordinary you could be the person I held the door for at the bank this morning, or the man who wrapped my speckled fish. You could be someone I pass on the street, or an indistinct face behind the wheel of an approaching car, sunlight flashing off the windshield. I am the one driving in the other direction, looking up into the small, posted mirror where I watch you diminish, my echo, my twin, and vanish around a curve in this whip of a road, we will always be traveling together. So in contrast uh, to some of the, uh, dare I say, more serious poets that uh, Collins mentions in the opening stanzas of this poem, he imagines uh, his own encounters with his readers uh, as being momentary uh, and far less significant. Uh, there's no, he claims, hint of zeitgeist, uh, the spirit of the age, no grand ideas uh, that have to be wrestled with uh, that are or that are looming in the background of his poetry, no ethos thrown over our shoulders like a cape. Rather, he claims to specialize in the mundane, uh, even the arbitrary, accidental as a book 
by a window blown open by the wind, unnoticed by the monocled eye of history. We are together, he says, in a scene so ordinary, you could be the person I held the door for at the bank this morning. And that the encounter will be just as brief and the separation just as final. Odds are you won't see that person <laughs> uh, again for whom you open the door at the bank. Just as you are not likely uh, to see again the person in the car driving the opposite direction. And Collins informs us that he is the one you see in the mirror. There's something we share. My echo, my twin, he calls you, calls us. And we travel the road together always. And we are both human enough for poetry to matter to us both in the same way and for uh, us to have the kinds of shared experiences that make poetry work. But we are not likely to spend much of that time together as we are traveling in opposite directions. But while we've been here, it's been pleasant. So let's give it one more go. Baudelaire sees you as his brother, and Fielding calls out to you every few paragraphs to make sure you have not closed the book. And now I am summoning you up again, attentive ghost, dark, silent figure standing in the doorway of these words. Dryden makes you feel enclosed in the candle glow of a paneled library, leather-bound Ovid and Horace on their shelves. With Tennyson, you are in a moated garden, and with Yeats, you lean against a broken pear tree on a day haunted by clouds. But now you are here with me, with no particular place to rendezvous beyond the open pasture of this page. No zeitgeist marching in the background, no ethos thrown over our shoulders like a cape. This is the way we like it, I think. Our contact, momentary, accidental as a book by a window blown open by the wind, unnoticed by the monocled eye of history. We are together in a scene so ordinary you could be the person I held the door for at the bank this morning or the man who wrapped my speckled fish. You could be someone I pass on the street, or an indistinct face behind the wheel of an approaching car, sunlight flashing off the windshield. I am the one driving in the other direction, looking up into the small, posted mirror where I watch you diminish, my echo, my twin, and vanish around a curve in this whip of a road we will always be traveling together. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. In the meantime, you may listen to past episodes or support this show or sound off about any of the poems you're listening to at dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team here at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.